Coming up, it'll be Northwestern and Notre Dame, and we turn back the clock to 1995 when the Wildcats stunned the Fighting Irish in South Bend on their way to Pasadena that year for the Rose Bowl, and we're joined by the head coach of that team, Gary Barnett. Gary, how are you? I'm doing really well. Uh, in the middle of college football, so it's a great time of year. How often do you think about that game all these years later? Well, I, uh, more people bring it up to me, and it causes me to think about it than <laughs> I actually bring it up myself. But uh, you know, it's uh, you know, anytime Northwestern's playing a big game, uh, someone will ask me about it. And, and uh, in fact, just uh, this weekend, I'm doing um, uh, color for this. University of Colorado football team. So they just had the, a really bad upset last week and lost a thirty-one to three, a game that they were ahead thirty-one to three. <laughs> so I have to remind everybody that I went through that too with Miami of Ohio mm-hmm. right after we beat Notre Dame. So I've had to bring it up a bunch of times this week. <laughs> I remember that as well. But you were very confident going into that game, and it was a beautiful day in in South Bend, the first week of the season. You told your team before, when we win, I don't want to be carried off, no Gatorade showers, no nothing. You know, was that confidence or was that trying to boost your team's confidence? What made you feel that way? Well, a little bit of both. You know, I I just um, I, I felt so good about our preparation and about our leadership and our chances in that game that I just didn't want us to act like uh, crazy kids that, had never done anything like this before. And uh, I just thought that uh, uh, carrying ourselves and having the right demeanor after a game like that, uh, a win like that, would uh, carry us a long way. So it was a little bit of both. The adage says never underestimate your opponent. Having won the last three meetings so convincingly, did Notre Dame walk in there with a false sense of security that day? Well, a little bit. I, I And you can't blame them. You know, one thing that helped us, I think, a little bit is that uh, uh, Coach Holtz had taken his team off campus as well. We'd been doing it for three years up to Kenosha, Wisconsin. He took his team um, uh, down in Indiana, uh, and, you know, they didn't have air conditioning in their in their dorms. And so the kids had to, I think, go sleep on the in the ice rink on the, <laughs> on the benches at night to cool off. And so... We sort of knew that, you know, that's a disturbing sort of uncomfortable thing. So we we knew that, you know, that they hadn't had a great preseason, but we also knew that they didn't have a lot of respect for us. And uh, that was okay um, at the time. And so that we did know. Talk with former Northwestern coach Gary Barnett, who led the Wildcats to a stunning upset in the season opener of the Fighting Irish back in 1995. How important back then in that game was it that you had some big plays early that fueled that confidence which you had coming in? Well, I, I think it was critical. I, I remember the post route we hit to Dwayne Bates, Steve Schnur, hit him on a play action pass in the end zone, and it was it just uh, that, and then Darnell uh, lit it up a little bit. Uh, on the ground and um you, you know anytime that you can come out and and uh and do some things like that early on it, it just builds confidence and any team anytime you're playing somebody that uh you're not sure if you can win you're just trying to stay close and get to the fourth quarter then anything can happen and, and um you know we were sort of that team we we knew that 
ranking-wise and everything else, Notre Dame may be a better team. We didn't know. But we knew we were going to play pretty hard, and if we could get to the fourth quarter, then we were going to have a chance. When you're involved in a game like that, I mean, I think it was you were 27-point underdogs coming in. Uh, you know, <laughs> how, how much do you need a break or two or a big play, you know, something to go your way to kind of really tip the scales a little? Well, you know, every game is a little bit different. And uh, we did get a big play. Uh, their quarterback stumbled on the way back in his attempt to make a two-point play and and sort of fell down. And and uh, that was a big play for us. But, uh, you know, you just you just got to keep your focus and you can't get too high and too low in those games. And you just got to keep pushing and pushing and pushing and believing. Uh, I think that's more important than maybe getting the big play. When did you know you had it wrapped up, and what do you remember about that final? Because I think people across America had to pick up their jaws from the floor. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we had a key third and seven call, and uh, we took a timeout, and we knew if we could convert that, that we could we could hold on to the ball and, and run the clock out. And so I just called. We were on the headsets, and everybody's trying to figure out what to call and giving suggestions. So I just went over to Steve Schnur. I said, Steve, when do you want to call here? And he told me what he wanted to call, and we called it, and he stuck it in there, and Dwayne caught the ball, and we converted, and we were able to uh, take a knee from there. So um, that was that was a that's when we knew we had it. If you know that was the opener, and nobody realized at that point how good this team was, and they'd find that out over the year. I mean, and there were guys who played the NFL and guys who just were great college players on that team. You know, how much did it, did it help that that game was the opener for you? You had a lot of time to prepare. Again, you're somewhat overlooked by Notre Dame that day. If it was in the middle of the season, might might things have been different? Yeah, yeah, very well could have. Although that team. Once we got rolling, it didn't really make any difference who we were playing, and um, and so I, we we needed the initial shock, the initial win in a big game like that. So uh, I think it was probably harder for us to win uh, the first game than it was to win some of the others down the road, even Michigan and, and Penn State and some other teams that we beat. So um, I, I think it was it was really important for us as a team that we beat a team like Notre Dame early. Just going back the last couple of days and just kind of like refreshing my memory and dotting the eyes on, on a couple of things, I, I found this in the New York Times game story. The last paragraph said, this was no fluke victory caused by turnovers or gadget plays. Northwestern simply outplayed Notre Dame as the Wildcats kept constant pressure on Ron Paulus and Notre Dame's offense. Who would have imagined? Certainly not Holtz or any Notre Dame players. When you, when you hear that and you think back, how does that make you feel? Well, it makes me feel really good about our coaches and our plan. You know, Ron Vanderlinden had a had a great defensive plan, and um, offensively, you know, we just we we didn't turn the ball. We didn't turn the ball over all year, and you know, we led the country in turnover margin, the scoring defense, and uh, those are the two most important defensive stats that you can have. And so, um, you know, our coaches did a great job of getting everybody ready, but just as important is our seniors and, and our just the mentality of our team was such that they were not. They, they were not going to get beat in that game. They were, you know, they they were not going to succumb to all the stuff that had gone on there before. And uh, so we, we, you know, we just had a great spirit about us. You know, that team really did have a lot of character. You mentioned the leadership, Rob Johnson, uh, right. Pat Fitzgerald, among others, Casey Daly, uh, all of whom had had great days that day as well. But you know, I remember the team used to sing "High Hopes" by Sinatra. 
but it wasn't all that rosy to start. Your quarterback leaves the team before fall practice, and one of and you know and, and tragically, Marcel Price was was killed right before the start of the season. You know, how did this team rally so quickly and and build that character? Yeah, it, it, those are uh, uh, those are great statements and questions, and uh, it's the old "it's darkest before the dawn" kind of thing. Really, did happen to us. Uh, you know, Steve Snurr was our third-string quarterback going into the fall, and he showed up in a boot in <laughs> camp. And uh, Lloyd Abramson was our number one, and he didn't even show up to camp. And and so, uh, and, and and as you mentioned, Marcel, during summer break, between the two summer sessions, goes home to Nashville and is accidentally killed. And, um, you know, we, we had a lot of tough things going for us, but, Leadership, and you mentioned Rob Johnson and Fitz and Daly and, you know, Chris Martin and uh, just all, all the guys in the secondary that did such a great job. Uh, we had an offensive line of just uh, guys that like to play football and like to rough it up a little bit. And Steve Schnurr, just a, just a steady guy that was, you know, never too high, never too low. We, we've had a whole team of those kind of guys. And, um, so it was it was literally like we just had to tell them what time the bus left <laughs> for those games. You know, you it was your fourth year. The two recruiting classes you had brought in right before that were very good. Was it all set up to break right that year for you? You know, it, what we knew was going to break for us was that we were going to be good enough to win enough games to go to a bowl game. That's that's what we were sure of. We were sure that we were we we had everybody in place. Uh, once, once we got through two days, three days, you know, because when we first started without Abramson and Steven and Boot and a lot of rain in Kenosha, et cetera, you know, it was a bit of a, a struggle, but, uh, we felt like we had enough talent and enough leadership to get ourselves to a bowl game. We, we didn't envision necessarily the Rose Bowl, but the kids did and they broke down every practice to Rose Bowl. And uh, so they they were intent on doing that. Talking with former Northwestern coach Gary Barnett, he's now the Colorado radio analyst. Uh, you know, Pat Fitzgerald, one of the big disappointments of that season was him uh, tearing ligaments in his ankle in the final game and missing the Rose Bowl. But obviously it didn't end for him there because he's gone on to bigger and better things. How often do you still speak with him? Uh, we either text or talk once a week. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, so, uh, you know, I've stayed in touch with him, and he's, he's just been a great, great friend, uh, you know, now and comrade, and he's, you know, just, I'm just so proud of him. But, you know, he's, he's a very thoughtful man, and he's, he's done a great job there. Uh, you know, he and Randy Walker, you know, we sort of broke through the, mm-hmm. through the uh, ceiling a little bit, and he and Randy have taken it to another level. What what did you guys talk about this week with with this opponent coming up, and what do you think he tells his team before this one? Well, I don't think he has to tell him anything, <laughs> and I think he knows that he's got to find a way to run the football. But uh, you know, he this team knows how to win, and and the Northwestern teams know how to win. I mean, they won three overtime games a year ago; they've won one this year. You know, they they just you let them into the fourth quarter. And you better look out because they're going to find a way to beat you. And defensively, they're really good and they're solid. And so, I mean, they're playing. They're probably outmatching this game. But, you know, it doesn't make much difference, I think, because uh, Northwesterns, they, they just know how to win games. 
Well, Coach, September 2nd of 1995 was a special day, and it was just the start of things for uh, the guy who took the purple to Pasadena. We thank you so much for reliving the memories of that day. It was it was really one of the great upsets in sports. It's like uh, Tyson and Buster Douglas, you miracle on ice. You put them all, you put them all there. So, uh, but thank you so much for a couple of minutes. Greatly appreciated. Thank you. Great being with you.